the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee. I get to be the director of local ministries here at True Talk 800, 93.9 KPDQ, 104.1 The Fish, and our sister station, 93.1 El Rey. Clark Hilton is across the glass, and today is a very special day for me personally because I've got some friends in the studio I get to interview Kyle Justice is the owner and executive producer of Compel Media and Awesome Science Media. And his son, Noah Justice, has grown into a strapping, strong young man here. And he is the host of Awesome Science. So first of all, I want to give a little background. I moved out from New York almost seven years ago with my family. And God led us to a vastly different church from what my family was used to, which ended up to be in Milwaukee, where I bumped into a family with lots of kids whose last name is Justice. So we were affectionately referred to them as the Justice League back from my, <laughs> my comic book day. So Kyle, Noah, welcome. It's good to have you here. How are you today? Well, I'm doing pretty good, I <laughs> think. Glad to hear it, Noah. Now, now you've grown a lot in, in the years since I initially met you. How old are you right now? I'm 17 and a half. Good age to be. Are you driving yet? Get a license? Oh, yes. I'm, I'm driving a lot. How's that been for you? It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> not much <laughs> else you can say about it. So tell us where you line up in the birth order and how many siblings you have. Well, I am the firstborn of a family of eight currently. Mom and dad have no idea whether they're going to keep going or not. <laughs> but, but I'm the oldest and my siblings, well, I have... Three other brothers and four sisters, and they're pretty—they're spaced pretty evenly. Um, my brother Jeremiah, he helps work with the shows. He helps work on the shows with us and does a lot of editing. And he's fifteen and a half, so we get along pretty well. So to fun. give us a little background on Awesome Science, young Noah Justice, what exactly is Awesome Science to some of our listeners who are perhaps new to the area or haven't heard of it before? What is Awesome Science? Awesome Science is a kids DVD series that my dad and I created to help show that the Bible really can be trusted and that science agrees with the Bible. And in the currently 10 episodes that we have right now, we cover a lot fair amount of topics. We go about the we talk about the Grand Canyon, Mount St. Helens and dinosaurs just to name a few of them. And thank you for bringing uh, some of your many CDs to the studio today. I'm really looking forward to seeing this with my family later on this weekend. So what are some of the perks of making the Awesome Science video series? Well, we get to go a lot of places, to say the least. Before we started Awesome Science, I probably hadn't gone much farther than Washington, Northern California, and Idaho, and Oregon, because I live in Oregon. 
But after that, within a couple years, I had gone to pretty much every single Western state except for Hawaii and Alaska. Are you working on those two? Yeah, I'm going to try and get there at some point. (laughs) We have sister stations out in Honolulu. As of yet, they haven't asked me to help out, but I'm willing. (laughs) Someday, they'll ask and I'll be ready. So let's talk with your dad a little. Kyle Justice is a dear friend, and he also runs Compel Media. You're based out of Canby. Kyle, uh, give us the elevator pitch. What exactly is Compel Media? What do you do? Well, when people usually ask me what I do, I first tell them that I'm a a government assassin. And uh, they usually laugh. And I say, no, I only have that. It's true. Uh, I, I do shoot people for a living professionally. And they, by then they kind of go, oh, you're a photographer. It's a video yeah. camera. <laughs> Lighten up, friend. Well, you know, you, you want to create an impression and people remember that. That wasn't your opening line when you met Dawn for <laughs> life, is it? No, I, I don't think it was. I hope you I had, had something more effective than that. <laughs> Good Lord. But um, I, I grew up in Portland. I'm a fourth generation Oregonian. And um, when I uh, grew up, uh, my dad, his hobby was filmmaking and uh he is a con- electrical contractor by trade, and I have a twin brother, and we both picked up on it, and uh, we ended up going to Jefferson High School, uh, where they had a full video program, uh, television studios. Is that common out here? Uh, well, do, do most high school programs have such facilities well, built? Back into in them? the '80s, budgets weren't that as a huge concern, and so uh, Portland created magnet schools. Um, and so, like, Cleveland was the business school. Um, Jefferson was the television and dance school, performing arts. Um, and I think that's changed a lot in the last few decades. Um, but we had a, an amazing opportunity. We had a four-camera remote truck that we did, you know, games with. And I mean, we were, you know, 14, 15, 16. But my twin brother and I took full advantage of this and, you know, felt like, it was an opportunity that, that God allowed for us to to really grow. And uh, also, when I was about uh, 15, 16, I, there was a guy named Dr. Donald Chittick who did a lot of speaking locally on creation science. And uh, I, so I, I was doing video at the time and science, and it's like, wow, someday I would, I would love to combine those two. And this was as a teenager. Yeah. When you first got these visions oh. of what you might want to do in the future. <laughs> Not like Joan of Arc or anything, but, you know, yeah, I, 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 I caught a vision for that. I felt like God put that in my heart. Um, and then when uh, I graduated, I went to Moody Bible Institute for a while, um, ended up going Was to, that the one in Chicago? Yeah, yeah, Chicago. They have some satellite campuses, but yeah, Chicago. Uh, came back here for a couple of years, did some gen ed, um, and then at Mount Hood Community College, PCC. Um, and then I got married and uh, when we were 21, and we were just praying one night. It's like, God, you know, we, we want to go where you want to, to lead us. And like the next morning, we got a call from a Moody Bible Institute where I had worked part-time, and they said, Kyle, we have this position. We, we'd like to bring you out here and interview you. And so within like two months, we were moving after, in our first year as a marriage. We were, first year, we were moving out to Chicago I worked for Moody Bible Institute, Supervisor Studios, and then in 94, we moved to Virginia Beach, Virginia, and I worked for International Family Entertainment that ran Mary Tyler Moore Entertainment, oh, the really? Family Channel. That, that, that's a, a classic series. Think about all the legendary actors oh, yeah. and comedians that have come out of that, yeah. from Ted Knight to Betty White. Oh, it was, it was amazing. And through a series of events, uh, IFE ended up uh, taking ownership of Mary Tyler Moore. And so I was a syndication supervisor for programs like Rescue 911, America's Funniest Home Videos. I worked with about 250 TV stations doing distribution. Uh, In 97, uh, we finally got pregnant, so five, six years into being married. 
and Noah was was in the womb, and we we're like, we want to move back to family uh, and, and raise our, our kids around family because we just we and both of our sets of family live here, and so we did that in '97. But then in '99, I worked for some uh, post production house. But '99 is when I went on my own as an independent producer and started uh, working with ESPN, National Geographic. Uh, Fox Sports, some major cable networks. So this is videography, right? Yeah, were, I mean, were you more the actual filming, or were you uh, producing, uh, uh, you know, figuring the concepts, or doing the business oriented side, or were you doing the editing, creative, or what? Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> it depended upon the project. So, um, you know, sometimes I edited. Um, I did a for ESPN. It was a two hour documentary on the history of golf in America over a hundred years. Well, called some people would rave in. about that. I'm not one of them, but yeah. I'm sure a lot of people yeah. have seen yeah. that one. Yeah, so, I mean, it was just amazing to see God open up the doors to these different places. Um, and in the meantime, I was doing uh, work on commercials and promotional videos. And with National Geographic, I went to Peru uh, and was out in the desert in the middle of the night with grave robbers, seeing them dig up 1,500-year-old graves. Uh, you know, so it was... The, the, That's got to be a rush. So, so uh, backtrack a little. You yeah, said yeah. you did a lot of commercials. Yes. And, and being unfortunately raised on television i can go back to commercials from the 70s and and still tell you every detail and aspect about them in fact i wouldn't call it a grudge but let's just say that i choose to never eat another twix bar yeah i don't know if you remember this but in the mid 80s there was a commercial Uh and it was a city setting and a bunch of kids sitting on the corner playing drums yeah and eating twix (laughs) it was a senior summer of high school and uh, Mr. Domicetti, my now former band director, called up and he said, look, there's a commercial audition. We want Harborfields to combine with Garden City and a bunch of other marching bands and go try out. Yeah. So we went, we put on Garden City's uniforms, we learned routines over the crash course of a week. We went into New York City wow. and we destroyed the competition. Yeah. It was us and it was everybody else. <laughs> After which point, as you will probably know, Kyle, yeah. just as being in the, the video industry, they decided to go with union actors instead. Oh, yeah. And decided to go with a grassroots, regular guy dress feel rather than a marching band. So right. since that day, I have yet to eat a Twix. I wish <laughs> them well. Some people call that sour grapes. I just choose to spend my calories on Reese's peanut butter cups yeah. instead and maybe Kit Kats. But yeah. I'm okay with that now. Right? <laughs> As they say, that's show business. <laughs> so, so along those lines, are there any commercials that we may have seen that you had a part of? A lot of the stuff that I've done is more local. Um, you know, so I worked with Comcast, uh, you know, where they air a lot of commercials locally or on specific networks. So but didn't you do something re- recycling and our old friend from church, Randy Gatley, got to, to play the regular guy. You know, um, you might actually, you know, it's funny. Yeah. One of my clients is Marion County and I've done a lot of environmental services. So, you know, recycling and stuff. So I've done a lot of their commercials over the last several years. In fact, we were up in Vancouver uh, at a debate a couple months ago, and up on the wall in the Panda Express, there was a TV, and it's like, wait a minute, I, that's my commercial. <laughs> I recognize it. So you might have seen some of those around. Anyone come up for your autograph or giving egg roll at Panda Express here? Sadly, what? no. <laughs> <laughs> but should awesome science really begin to take off, perhaps that'll be happening. Very well could. You never know. So uh, I don't want to be remiss. Tell us uh, the best way to find out more about the awesome science video series, Noah and Kyle Justice? Well, the best way to find out is to go to our website, 
yeah, that's where we have both. We, that's where we have most of the stuff. So that would be awesomesciencemedia.com. And you can find all of our different shows on there from Awesome Science to several others that we're probably going to talk about later. And if you liked things like, in my opinion, Bill Nye the Science Guy or Zabumafu or the Upside Down Show, Awesome Science is a really fun, upbeat show to check out. You do want to also find out about Kyle and Noah, featured speakers at the upcoming Oregon Christian Home Education Conference in June. But we'll talk more about that right here on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. You're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Mike Lee here with a couple of friends. It's Kyle Justice and Noah Justice. They are with Awesome Science Media and Compel Media as well, right here in the Portland metropolitan area. And you really got to check out some of the videos online on their YouTube channel and their website address, awesomesciencemedia.com. That's awesomesciencemedia.com. And earlier on, the dad, my friend Kyle Justice, was talking about some of the things he's done with Compel Media. So, Carl, how has it been going from the Mary Tyler Moore and the ESPN and the National Geographics of the world to running your own company and being the top dog and not only worrying about editing or filming, but the business aspects of running a business? You know, it's interesting. I was thinking that, um, you know, I, I mentioned I'm fourth generation Oregonian, but Four generations ago, my great-grandfather was running a business in Portland. So I come from a, a family of entrepreneurs. Um, my so mom. What other businesses have they been involved with over the years that what, people might be familiar with? Uh, be familiar with. Well, my mom, she just kind of retired. She did Just Us Travel. That was on Hawthorne. Uh, and she did that for years. My dad is uh, Justice Communication. He's kind of retiring as well. They're around that age. Uh, they're they're very involved in the Portland Yacht Club, uh, and they uh, they're Commodores this uh, this year. So <laughs> they're kind of top dogs there. <laughs> and uh, um, and my my uncle uh, took over my grandfather's business, which was um, a real estate company, Justice Real Estate, uh, something like that. I doesn't do that much anymore. So my brother, my twin brother, has Justice Productions. Uh, so he does uh, a lot of corporate video as well. And he's, he's actually getting into doing feature films as well. He's and been doing that for a while. The funny thing is you two really do look frighteningly alike. And you're both in the same field. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure there's got to be moments of confusion from people from time to time, right? Yeah, you know, it's funny because, um, you know, I, I one time I was walking, I think, through a mall, and this guy, like, he passed me, and he looked at me, and I'm like, um, he's kind of looking at me weird. And then he passed me, and then, like, five steps later, this guy goes, I can't believe you just walked by me and didn't say hi. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, but I... I don't think you think who I am. Oh, don't pull that on me. And I'm like, no, really. And I had to pull him out my license just to show him. And, you know, it took him a while to cool down. But, <laughs> yeah, that can cause trouble. Well, thankfully, your brother didn't owe him any money or something. Oh, like I know. That, right? Well, the other time was when somebody saw, you know, him and his wife at a, an event. This is early when we were married. And they looked across and they're like, oh, no, Kyle's with a different woman. <laughs> You know, well, I had to explain that one. No, I wasn't. <laughs> While we're talking about random happenstances, um, back at our old church in New York, there was pretty much two Asians. I was one, and my friend Ray Yuan is the other, and he was a, a real Chinese guy as opposed to an American-born one. Right, right. And uh, 
I'm married to the pretty blue-eyed blonde, and he was married to a, a very pretty African-American woman. So just just for kicks, we were going to go out to a diner together and switch seats with our spouses just to mess with people's heads. Never got around to that. <laughs> Sorry, Ray and Mercedes. Maybe next time we go and visit. But. Yeah. Well, when we were kids, we used to switch classrooms, but that wore off pretty quick. So <laughs> Was one of you good at math and one good at English and kind of uh, attempted to stay in your relative strengths? Right, right. <laughs> It seems like life has always been very strong, not just in family mm-hmm. and tradition for mm-hmm. you, Kyle Justice, but also in your faith. So can you tell us how it was growing up here in Oregon? Yeah. Was Christianity always a part of the culture of the Justice family? Yeah, it, I would say so. Um, I know my great-grandfather helped start um, one of the churches, uh, Plymouth Brethren Churches is what we call them here locally. Um, and then my grandfather was an elder. Uh, my father... Uh, you know, he took us early on. I remember at five years old, um, my dad talking to us about salvation and making a decision. And I remember going up through school. I went to, you know, public schools and uh, I can just remember always thinking, how do I please the Lord? You know, how am I going to honor him? Um, and so I, I guess I'd say from a very early age, um, I was, I had a, a desire for the Lord and what the things of the Lord and his word. And, uh, you know, if there was a, a rebellious stage I went through as a teenager, it was, I, I was maybe too, you know, too gung-ho about the Lord, which I actually thought was a compliment. So <laughs> I think a lot of us go through that stage at, at times and tell our beloved that they're going to hell. And, and then we have to kind of step back and say, I don't know if that was the most effective way to share my newfound or rejuvenated <laughs> faith. So there were times that I make the mistake of being jealous of someone else's testimony. Yeah. You know, the, the one who is in the dregs of society and, and the Lord shone his light to him. And he can remember it was 1207 PM on Friday, May 18th, where I became, and I don't have that moment. Right. I, I do remember reading a little comic book tract when I was three years old and, and saying the sinner's prayer out loud. Yeah. I also remember somewhere down the line, strain and, looking at too many hypocrites, which skewed my perspective on whether or not I could believe in a God. And mm-hmm. a few years later, mm-hmm. uh, by the grace of God, I didn't do anything too stupid. Yeah. But I figured out there are yeah. as many hypocrites outside of the church as there are in it. And if that was my perspective on whether or not a God existed was dependent on man and mm-hmm. not God, then I was going to set myself up for failure. Yeah. It's been neat for to see Noah in the last year um, really make a strong decision, his own decision, really, to to follow the things of the Lord and, and to have desire for him. Well, Noah, you've grown up the oldest of eight in a strong Christian family where both your parents are walking individually with Christ. And you go to a, a pretty cool church. <laughs> and at the same time, when does your faith become your own? When do you believe in God because it's in your heart versus being Don and Kyle's kid. Are you asking for like a specific time when that happened? Well, I don't need, I don't need a, a time date, you know, how the weather was that day, but <laughs> is there a, was it a gradual process for you? Was there a light bulb moment? You know, you're a young man now you're driving around, you're making these awesome science videos. You're not a little kid. In fact, you're, you're a big, strong kid. <laughs> Got some yard work you can help me out with if you want to prove that. My mom's already got me booked for the day. <laughs> well, I, I can imagine. But uh, when does your faith as a young Christian man become your own? Do you have any specific moments that, that really made you p- take pause and say, yeah, I can, I can buy into this. I can believe this, not just because of my parents, 
and this church I'm growing up in and my friends around me, but I want this for myself. When well, do you own your own faith? Well, I, I've always been a natural reader. I like to read a lot of things, and most of the stuff that I read, I'll remember for a long time. I mean, I love reading books, and that's how I learned a lot of the stuff that I know today. But part of part of it was I started to read deeper Christian books that went into why you believe what you believe, and simultaneously, roughly about a year ago, I started reading my Bible more. Now, before then, I went to a Bible study, but I didn't take Bible reading seriously. I kind of felt like it was a chore, a drudgery that I needed to go through every day. or Kind of like rote memorization, like doing scales if you play piano, right? Yeah. So, yeah, but I started to read the Bible on my own, and it's it's so much more powerful and different when you read the Bible by yourself than when you are quote-unquote, forced to read it as a part of a Bible study. Which is not to say that a program, a plan, or a curriculum it's not to or, say it's is bad. necessarily a bad thing. But it, for you personally, yeah. no, it, it just took away. It took away the part of the Bible that kind of interested me most. It made it a chore versus something that I would like to do, that I would want to do. So, so, for, so for some of us who grew up in the church and— maybe have questions and maybe we don't feel comfortable to ask them or just doesn't come to mind. Can you tell us what parts of the Bible in particular really stood out to you when you just started reading on your own? Well, I started reading the Proverbs, which is a pretty good place to start. And a lot of the stuff that's in Proverbs is pretty common sense. I mean, it, the lazy man will not earn money. He will starve. If you don't work, you won't get fed. This is really – it's just some pretty basic stuff that applies to life. But when you read it by yourself and when you start to think pretty deeply about it, it takes on a whole new meaning and says, hey, God wrote this down or he inspired it to be written down so that we could read it later To that, so that we could read it now. No part of the Bible is useless. It, it's It's all either history – it's all either history, prophecy, or – divine divine speaking to us that that's kind of how i see it because every part of the bible is still as applicable today as it was when it was written so are there any other books besides say the the psalms or the proverbs that really spoke to you individually not per se any books that spoke to me individually but when i was reading through the new testament like the letters of paul it it was really good to just read about how the other about how the old Christian churches in you know AD seventy how they were being encouraged by Paul to continue on in the faith and to keep going in the way that they were going and to not follow false idols and that's something I think that our culture has kind of forgotten today. It's not that we openly praise and worship idols, but we put things higher in our life mm. than God. So money, materialism, that's something that we've done a lot of. We, And part of it is we've grown up in a society that has put its, put its value of a person in how much they own. I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily us, but our culture has put, say, a lower meaning of life on homeless people because they don't own as much versus if you're a super rich guy, 
obviously you're worth a lot. But however, the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible clearly says that everyone is everyone is the same in the eyes of God. Everyone deserves a chance of salvation, and Jesus died for everyone. Yeah. So being the oldest of eight, now that you've had this revelation for your personal walk with the Lord, Noah Justice, what would you share with your younger siblings, the ones that you're closer to, about maybe encouraging them in a certain way? I would say, you know, read your Bible and talk to mom and dad, talk to your parents, because they've been through, yeah, talk to older people, uh, older people that you trust, like your pastor, mom and dad, or even older siblings, because they've been through most likely what you've been through before. And it's very easy when you're by yourself to lose sight of what God maybe has in store for you or how things are going to get better. But with other people, they can show you, hey, God is doing something in your life with this, even if it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but... You know what? We want what we want when we want it, but sometimes yeah. it takes years to come to fruition what God is using to prepare us and to sharpen us. So we are speaking with Awesome Science video series host Noah Justice and his dad, Kyle Justice, of Awesome Science Media. More information is on their website, awesomesciencemedia.com, and they will be speaking at the 21st Annual Oregon Christian Home Education Conference. It's coming to the Oregon Convention Center Friday and Saturday, June 19th and 20th, and you're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee, and in the studio today from Awesome Science Media... Kyle Justice, and his son, Noah Justice. Noah hosts the Awesome Science video series, and you can find out more on their Facebook page, which is Awesome Science Media. They tweet from Awesome Sci TV. That's Awesome S-C-I-TV for science. Get it? And you can find out more on their websites as well, compelmedia.com and awesomesciencemedia.com. So Noah, as the young host of Awesome Science, let's just say I'm in an elevator with you. And I say, so, who are you and what do you do? Tell me, what is Awesome Science and why should I want to see it? Well, Awesome Science is a DVD series that my dad and I created to help show that the Bible can be trusted and science actually agrees and fully supports the Bible. And so we created this – well, yeah, I guess I kind of already said that. We created <laughs> – Stop laughing. <laughs> Sorry. It was good. It was very good. I like it. But we created it to partially to be a help to the homeschool community in teaching how in teaching science and geology. But we also created it because there's a very distinct lack of Christian material that is solidly biblically sciencely Christian. That there's there's a big lack of it out there on the market that homeschool people can use, that public school people can use. And we just kind of wanted to fill that and go with it. Yeah. So have you always been home educated? Have you? Are you an entire homeschooling family? Yes, no justice? entirely homeschooling. So we can keep uh, your beautiful mom, Dawn Justice, in prayer because she's holding <laughs> the fort together while, <laughs> while daddy's off gallivanting, filming you at times, right? But it's also a good way to work as a family together. So tell us about some of the other siblings' roles in Awesome Science. 
Well, I already talked a little bit about my brother Jeremiah, who's 15 and a half, and he's done a fair amount of the editing with Awesome Science and some of the other shows that my dad has done. But moving on to my other siblings, my sisters Gracie and Esther, who are next down the line, are actually going to be getting their own show sometime soon called Awesome Science Creatures. Actually, it's just Awesome Creatures. They've shortened it. Oh, it's just Awesome Creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, they're going to be getting their own show called Awesome Creatures. And in that, they're going to take the different animal groups like horses or crocodiles or dolphins and just show how God designed them and how their design helps them live even in this fallen world that we're in right now. And then my other siblings are wanting their own shows now too. So, <laughs> so we're probably What other have... subjects do you have for them, Dad Kyle Justice? Well, the next <clears throat> after uh, uh Esther is um Josiah. Josiah. <laughs> we have all these I's and A's and every once in a while it's like, wait a minute, if I'm forced to think. Yes, Josiah. He is full of energy. He's an eight eight year old? Yeah. No. Sorry. Yeah. What? Well he'll be eight in a couple of in a couple weeks. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but he keeps he keeps coming up to me now, and he wants to do one more online, like reptiles and dinosaurs and and so on. So you know, it'll be fun. Uh, Elizabeth is behind him; she's five, and she man, she has the energy to do her own series as well. And I'm sure the other kids, yeah. So we've kind of become a media family. You know, there's some, some homeschools that are like families that are like music or debate or whatever, and. Ours seems to be like a media family, which is kind of cool. And speaking of debate, you can boast on your son a little bit regarding debate. Well, yeah, it's it's been fun to see Noah. Uh, he did debate this year for the first time. Now, which uh, organization N- is that with? Because there's a bunch of them out the there. The NCFCA. Yeah, which and is... What does that stand for, anyway? National Christian for Senics, Forensics and... I'm sorry, I don't remember the rest. <laughs> I should. It's some acronym thingy, like yeah. all homeschooling organizations. <laughs> <It just sounds laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he did that for the first time, and I think you did. You do three or four uh, debate tournaments. Well, we went to three official tournaments, and then a. Well, I did a team policy debate with the NCFCA, and I went to three official tournaments and one round robin and. Did okay. I'm wanting to do it again next year and have some more fun. So, so how is the live competition or teammate factor different from what you're used to doing in hosting a video series, in which case a lot of editing can cover a multitude of gaffes and mistakes here and there. When you're live, there's nothing like it, right? Yeah, and it's it's been an entirely different experience in speech and, well, in debate because you have to – Think of arguments on the fly. You have to fill in gaps in your. You have to fill in gaps in your talk, and you have to fill a designated eight or five minutes, however long. Sometimes with only a couple of sticky notes. So <laughs> it's it's greatly expanded my speaking abilities, and it certainly helped on doing awesome science and on camera stuff. Well, you certainly are uh, a lot more articulate than the average 17-year-old. So I'm, I'm thankful to see that. Credit to your parents, your mom in particular, as a homeschooled young man. It took some effort. I remember when we first started shooting, he was like, oh, he 13 or 14? 12. And we would, you know, we would sit in front of a green screen for hours, you know, and I just remember him going, oh, Dad, how many more pages of script do we have to go? But in the last couple episodes, because we shot him over several years, uh, you know, he just was boom, boom, boom. He was just hitting them and not complaining at all about how long it was taken. So it was 
it was fun to see that growth in him as a son. So educate me. How long does it take to do the average DVD, and and how long are your particular segments? Hmm. Now, do you want actual time or well, net well, time? Well, for instance, <laughs> you were kind enough to bring in the awesome science DVD on Explore Dinosaur National Monument featuring Noah Justice with more information on the website awesomesciencemedia.com. And this particular one is a 30-minute long DVD. Dare I ask how many hours you and your family put into this, not even including things like travel time to go out and film these scenes. Okay, so you want the net time. Well, (laughs) it, it usually takes one or two hours or sometimes more to go around the location that we're at Dinosaur National Monument in this example, and shoot all the shoot all the um, shoot all the on camera clips that we need. Now, from there, we actually will go back home and look at the script and take all the narration that needs to be done and all the green screen. And there's generally five times as much green screen and narration as there as there is on camera stuff. So, in general, it takes. I don't. I can't give a specific time because there is no specific time. But yeah, I mean, it might take us uh, like three or four hours to do all the narration, and us, you know, making mistakes and and re. I, I didn't like how I read something, so have them redo it. Um, another, and then the green screen might take. I mean, initially it was taking us almost a whole day to do one show on the green screen, but as we got better, and and mind you, he's not using a teleprompter on most of these reads he's like memorizing a few lines doing it with camera and then moving on to the next line uh, and that's so this is not what we in the broadcasting industry call a rip and read situation you really have to know something you're not the pretty little bleach blonde come on at five uh, <laughs> who's re- you know reading the teleprompter about the the plane crash with a no i've only used a teleprompter once or twice and although it was fun, you don't get the same quality of bloopers. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, that's true. And I was very entertained earlier this week when I stumbled upon some of these on your YouTube channel, Awesome Science Media. There's a, a wealth of not only information, but a lot of fun behind the scenes stuff, uh, interview with your dad, that kind of thing. So if there was anything that you found most fulfilling, 17-year-old Noah Justice, about hosting Awesome Science, what gives you the biggest thrill? What's a rush for you? I'd have to say going to all the different locations and being able to say that I've been all the way from North and South Dakota, Mount Rushmore, and Devil's Tower to the opposite end of the ah, to the opposite end of the coast. So, well, what else is on your short list besides Alaska and Hawaii? Uh, if you, if, I if don't money have a and time list. are no object, <laughs> is there anything you would like to to visit? The world. <laughs> Any Antarctica type projects coming up? North <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. What's your bucket list? <laughs> no. I I don't have one. It's just, <laughs> it's not a bucket list. It's a dump load list. <laughs> well, what I found uh, fascinating is that you get to do this as a family. It's mm-hmm. not like the two of you are taking off, leaving Don and Don and the rest of the kids at home. You're really making this a big family effort. So do you find yourself supportive of each other and lifting each other? Do you find any of your siblings in particular encouraging you on a rough day saying, you got this, Noah, you can do this? Well. Or are they waiting their wings, uh, clenching their fists, (laughs) waiting to take their next show? You know, Dad, I could do that pretty well and I would flub up like Noah. (laughs) 
Well, it's it's worth mentioning, you know, we, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, we actually got an RV that we could travel as a family. Now, that sounds like fun. It is a lot of fun. And uh, we we love it. Every time we walk into the RV when it's just sitting in our driveway, it's like, oh, where are we going to go? Let's go somewhere. I had no idea you had that feeling. With uh, eight kids, (laughs) with a family of 10, dare I ask what the mileage is on such a vehicle? Yeah, right. Um, No, you may not ask. No, just uh, that vehicle is about eight miles per gallon. So, if we're lucky. So, So if you've forgotten it at home, you don't need it (laughs) ever. Again, that's true. But before that, um, Noah and I did do a a long road trip where we shot six episodes, uh, our last six episodes of the series, and Noah will be done with that. Uh, and we just hit the road, and at the end of that year, we kind of wrapped up our family. You know, what was our favorite part of the year? And Noah, at the end of the year, said, "You know, it's taking that trip with my dad for two weeks," and it's like, "Wow!" Well, being, so being the cool. oldest of eight, Noah. I think it's natural to enjoy the time that you have because for a season of life, you were the only child. Well, not too long of a season. (laughs) I have no remembrance of it. But yes, theoretically, there was a season of life. The TV DVD series is called Awesome Science, hosted by Noah Justice. And the owner and executive producer of Compel Media and Awesome Science Media is his dad, Kyle Justice. You can follow them on Facebook at Awesome Science Media. They tweet from Awesome Sci TV. And if you'd like to find out more about them speaking at the Oregon Christian Home Education Conference, check out OceanNetwork.org with just one N. You're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Thank you so much for joining us here on Difference Makers on True Talk 800 with Kyle Justice, the owner and executive producer of Compel Media and Awesome Science Media. Awesome Science is a DVD series hosted by his son, Noah Justice. So how did Awesome Science get started in the first place, gentlemen? Well, you know, it's funny because back in 96, I did my first creation science kids show called uh, The X-Nilo Show with Answers in Genesis, uh, partnered with me on it. And in 2000, I did another big project called The Creation Network, which aired nationally on Angel One Network. So I've always had a desire, as I said you know, early on. But then as a family, as Noah was growing and how he was getting more experience doing stage work, you know, uh, plays and so on, it's like, hey, let's stick him in front of the camera see how he does. So we took a big family trip uh, to Yellowstone, uh, Grand Canyon, Zion, and we started just shooting stuff. At, you know, Noah, say this in front of the camera, this in front of the camera. And when we got back, it's like, well, maybe we can make a DVD out of this. And I called my friends at Answers in Genesis, and I said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Are you guys interested? And it's like, yeah, yeah, we are. So I put it together but realized, boy, there's there's more content here and actually did four DVDs. And in the process, we uh, – Master Books, newly publishing, who is the biggest creation science uh, publisher in the world – uh, saw it, and they were like, gee, we'd like to be your publisher. So we signed a contract. Wait, a publisher sought you. Isn't it usually the other way around? Well, what ended up happening is I needed some Noah images, like artwork, and they had a book on it, and I asked them for it. And uh, when I showed them my rough cut, uh, how I was going to use it, they were like, gee, we'd like to be your publisher. So they, you know, we did a contract, and they gave us an advance on each episode we get to them and everything. God just really, boom, boom, just opened up the door. It was amazing. It's so, incredible how he used the various steps in your life, yeah. Kyle Justice, yeah. going back to yeah. working at Moody Bible oh, Institute yeah. in Chicago, yeah. to, to yeah. Mary Tyler Moore, to yeah. ESPN, to Very much National so. Geographic. Do you think that that resume-building experience helped 
get you a better look than the average it video could, yeah it got me in the door in a lot of places um i know that by last fall we had eight episodes out and i know that i mean it's not huge but we had uh over thirty thousand dvds that have been sold in the awesome science series oh that's fantastic so as a result of that you two have gotten a bit of esteem enough to be speakers at conferences so noah here you are a 16 year old kid and you got invited to speak at this ridiculously huge homeschooling convention in seattle washington it's a pretty big event so what was your initial reaction to that invitation not speaking (laughs) that was pretty much my initial reaction i was like dad can do the speaking but i don't want to because it seems to me that i kind of have the opposite of what most people have i see the camera as a single person that i can talk to and have a normal conversation with but here's where I'm similar to a lot of people. I see gigantic crowds as, nope. <laughs> Similarly, a lot of us in radio are on the more shy side, and the microphone becomes our friend, just like the camera becomes yours. And it's a lot easier to have a conversation with our dear, comfortable friend in our comfort zone than it is to be live in front of thousands of people. Yeah. So how did that end up for you, speaking in front of such a large crowd for the first time? Well, I survived, if that's what counts. <laughs> but it was it was a very interesting experience that's probably prepared me a lot for speaking at other conferences. My dad and I are actually going to be speaking at the 21st Annual Oregon Christian Home Education Conference um, on June 19th and 20th. And that's right here in Portland at the convention center. Yeah. Yeah, that is. And you can actually go on our, our YouTube channel... Uh, which is youtube.com forward slash uh, awesome science media. And you can actually watch the Seattle speaking thing that we did. We actually spoke right before Ken Ham on a Friday night. So it was a lot of people there. It's kind of a big deal for a 16 year old first time public speaker. I mean, you've done your debate contests before, but <laughs> this must have been a totally different beast for you, huh? Actually, that came before debate. <laughs> So basically, you're walking out as the oldest of a homeschooled family of eight in front of thousands of people. In front of thousands of people, yes. But I bet your mom and dad knew that you could handle this. They would not feed you to the wolves. (laughs) Yeah. Too often, at least. It was in him. I I just had to push him a little bit, and I think God's going to use him in some big ways. It's neat that you've really made this a bit of a a family franchise. Mm -hmm. And and I'm sure that both yours and Dawn's families are very proud of having all this activity right here in the Portland metro area. So besides this Oregon Christian Home Education Conference, are there any other events that you're going to be speaking at or appearing at? Any other debate contests or what? Uh, Nothing yet. Um, We're kind of leaving that to the Lord to open those doors. Um, Right now, we're really focused on a bunch of new projects. Uh, We've got Heaven's Declare is a new DVD series that's just coming out now uh, on astronomy and the Bible. And uh, and a lot of others. They can find out on the website more information on on the different series we're doing right now. Of this entire series of awesome science DVDs that you've hosted, Young Noah Justice, what stands out? Is there one that's? I mean, I know to a degree, like radio guys doing commercials, they're all of our babies. But do any stand out in your mind of being just a little bit special, or one that has a great memory for you? Ah, oh, that's a tough one. I like all of I like all of our episodes, and I can't necessarily pick a favorite. But if it has to be a favorite, 
it would probably be one of the episodes that we've either just released or are getting ready to release, which is an episode actually on Ancient Man, specifically where we went down to the Chaco runes and Mesa Verde and Mesa Verde and talked about how man spread out from, you know, he spread out from Babel and came out to all these other areas and how we can see where man came from. And there's a fair amount of other stuff. I forget what I actually said in that, which is embarrassing. Yeah, we still got to finish a script on that. But, you know, after uh, Noah came off the ark and the flood, um, the Genesis 10 tells us about the table of nations. And there's been a lot of research done on that to show that there's, you can track all the different nations, all the different peoples of the earth came from that list. Uh, and it's pretty amazing, uh, but not many people know about it. So we're excited to, to get the word out and, and to reveal that research. There is a organization of homeschoolers represented by an acronym like all other homeschooling organizations. It's called Satchison, which people mispronounce as Saxon, which stands for Salem Area Christian Homeschool Network. And on May 28th, they're hosting a free homeschool roundup. No sales are involved or allowed for that matter. It's just a matter of putting things out there and introducing potential home educators to different things out there. Maybe I should hook you up with them and maybe they've got a place for you to speak because I find the two of you very fascinating. So in our last minute or so, what are the best ways to get in contact with you, Kyle Justice of Compel Media and son Noah Justice, the host of Awesome Science? Well, if people are interested in learning more about, you know, our different projects, it's the awesomesciencemedia.com. Do we do have a phone number, 503-651-3675? Uh, and then uh, our Compel Media is compelmedia.com, and my number is 503-210-5530. And just to make life easier for you, friends, I don't want anyone crashing their cars, writing stuff down. I've got it on the truetalk800.com website, and I'll leave that up for uh, another several days or so, so you can find out more information about Kyle Justice and Noah Justice of Compel Media And the video series, Awesome Science, it's presenting a biblical worldview to science. And thank you so much, Kyle, the dad, and Noah Justice, the son and the host of Awesome Science, for joining me today. This has been a lot of fun just catching up and finding out about your travels and your faith. Don't forget, they'll be speaking at the 21st Annual Oregon Christian Home Education Conference Friday and Saturday, June 19th and 20th in Portland at the Oregon Convention Center. More information on that is at the website oceannetwork.org. That's oceannetwork with one n.org. And their website is awesomesciencemedia.com. Kyle Justice, Noah Justice, thank you so much for joining us and for you listeners on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.